Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker, this is Talk Wrestling on TalkSport 2. Hello and welcome to the return of Talk Wrestling. And no, not just for Mania Weekend, more on that in a moment, but WrestleMania is on the horizon. We've got some very special shows coming up for you this week, including today's show, in which we're going to be hearing from AJ Styles ahead of his clash at WrestleMania with Edge, ahead of with, chatting with Austin Theory ahead of his clash with Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee, who lied to me at Radio Row, or maybe just didn't know yet, who knows, we'll get into that as well and then we're gonna have some very special shows coming up for you over wrestlemania weekend so excited to be back this is talk wrestling from talk sport Welcome back to Talk Wrestling from TalkSport on your Fight Night podcast feed. We are back. I'm Will Gavin. Alex McCarthy, TalkSport's wrestling czar alongside me. You've got to bring out the oldies because you've got to get the cheap pop. Amac, how are you doing, brother? Finally! <laughs> Talk Wrestling has returned, brother. Brother! Uh, man, so excited <laughs> that we are finally back on the airwaves together. Listen, I know. I've been getting tweets, Will, weekly from people asking me, where is Talk Wrestling? Well, let me tell you where it was. It was on the goddamn back burner because Will and I have been busy men. Uh, But what better time to rejuvenate this lost soul than WrestleMania season, man, where we've got great guests. I'm going to Dallas. Your bum is going to be lovely in print on your couch. It's going to be great. We we, uh, we had big plans for a big barbecue this weekend already prior to WrestleMania. Uh, it's a friend's birthday, and on the Sunday, we're all getting together, and we're firing up the grill, and there's a big plan for it. And then on Saturday, and this shows you the power of the return of the rattlesnake himself, <laughs> I get a text from a guy who's a bit of a lapsed fan. She goes, by the way, isn't it Mania weekend? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, what night is Austin back? I'm like, Saturday night. He's like, oh can I come and stay Saturday night? And then we'll have the barbecue on Sunday. I'm like, absolutely. There are wow. now seven Sleep people over. coming to my house on Saturday evening to watch it in a big viewing party. 
get up on Sunday lunchtime, spend the whole day drinking and eating, and then watch the second night on Sunday night. It's going to be... I, okay, it's not the same as being in AT&T Stadium, <laughs> one of the greatest stadiums in the world for the greatest spectacle of them all, but it's still going to be a pretty good time. Can I just say, I love how you always get texts from Laps fans, right? Yeah. It's probably the same bloke that you're always referencing. But I love the way that you say, take, it's, it's like the new Ryan, Ryan Satin barber story. It's becoming <laughs> that kind of mythical, <laughs> that mythical legend of, well, this Laps fan uh, told it, me. Did it, it Will? It, it's, did not, it. it's not the same guy, but that guy is now coming on uh, on the weekend as well. Oh, there you have it then. So, you know, we, we, I'll tweet out a photo so people know that it's true and real that these people exist. <laughs> and I'll get them all to wear one of my wrestling T-shirts that will look comically large on them. It'll be it'll be a good time had by all. Um, look, Al, I'm really glad that we're back and we're doing this. And the, the plan and the intention is that post-mania, we're going to start bringing this back and doing it weekly, recording on... Mondays or Tuesdays, having out on the Tuesday, uh, bringing you a weekly feed of the best interviews that Al does for Talk Sport, plus our takes on the latest news and everything. And as I say, this uh, is kind of the start of that journey. Uh, today, we bring you two fantastic guests, Austin Theory, who's going up against Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. Pat McAfee, who I already said, lied to me on Radio Row when he <laughs> said he wasn't planning a return to the ring unless he genuinely didn't know back in February that they had plans for him to make a return at Mania. But the Vince, interview, the Vince interview was announced about four days later. So uh, unless it was, he got back from <laughs> he got back from the Super Bowl and they went, right, we've got something for you, brother. Um, it might be the case. <laughs> uh, we've got AJ Styles coming up, who's always one of the best in the business uh, as well on the show. But then Thursday, 6 p.m., TalkSport 2. We're back on the actual airwaves with a big WrestleMania preview show. And then on Monday, and it'll be repeated through the next few days, and it'll be out in podcast form as well. And then on Monday, with Al still out in New York, we're going to have a special WrestleMania review New show York. on Monday evening. No, no, it's Dallas. Why me do to I New York? <laughs> yeah. Didn't you know, after the Sunday night, you're flying to New York, and then, yeah. sorry. You changed, you've changed my travel. <laughs> all right. You're not actually getting to go to Mania. You're going to Dallas, <laughs> doing all the interviews on all... Friday, and then you've got to watch it in New York. I mean, that'd still be okay. <laughs> I would still take that. But, yeah. No, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great, though. Like, um, on the Friday out in Dallas, we've got a bunch of interviews. So, we've got plenty of content and the podcast to come. Um, but I must say, Will, there is something different, something special about being back on the airwaves. Where we belong, might I add. <laughs> but uh, I I am very, very excited that uh, finally, man, we've got a reason for Talk Wrestling to rise. Rise from the depths for the airwaves once more. Uh, so yeah, I, as always, uh, you'll find us both on social media at AlexM underscore TalkSpot. I'm at Will Gav. And anything you want to be hearing from the show regularly, features, guests, co-hosts, like we want to hear from you. We want to get involved. Al's obviously off doing all of his other many other projects. And so you'll know a lot of the other people he works with. You'll be hearing Simon Miller. You'll be hearing SP3. You'll be hearing from Kenny. You'll be hearing from all our usual names. And I'm sure a breadth and width. Many more. Steph Chase, of course. We're going to get into very little AEW yep. over, the ne- over the next two weeks. But beyond that, 
all, trust me, will be tucking into that product and where they are right now. So look, I'm really excited to be back. We love covering it from New Japan to, you know, the local stuff here in the UK, the British indie scene, which is starting to make its gradual return. Uh, I was invited to go to Progress this past Friday night. And unfortunately, I already had other plans, but I need to be getting back down there. Now Lee McAteer's taken over, formerly of Wrestling Travel. Like, it's exciting. It's a good time to be back and getting back involved in wrestling. I feel my love is rejuvenated, Al. Mm. Yeah, I mean, for me, the the start of the year has been just so busy. Um, I think I've said this on Twitter, and um, I did recently get promotion, hooray, at TalkSport, that it basically entails me being involved in a lot of boxing and UFC stuff, right? And you've got Tyson Fury and Dillian White coming next month. Um, and of course, we just had UFC London. So when I say I've been busy, I've been really busy. Um, so that, that's kind of been uh, an obstacle that's been in the way. And as such, despite the invites from Lee, um, I haven't been able to get out to progress either. But I liked a lot of what they've done. Jonathan Gresham, Swerve, uh, a lot of decent stuff going on there. Uh, do you know what Lee actually it's probably a story for another time but he, uh, he reached out to me when he first purchased the company um, and, and you know and he was looking to, to add different people for different roles and obviously Simon Miller has been somebody that has come aboard progress which is very cool um, but again I do not have I do not have the time for what Lee was asking but still <laughs> um, I appreciate it and I'm rooting for progress without a doubt but nonetheless as Will says it is WrestleMania season. So, alas, it's going to have to be WWE talk for the next few weeks. And I'm sure you can all forgive us for that. But with that, Will, should we not drop our first interview of this wrestling renaissance that we're currently enjoying here on Talk Wrestling? Now, I think we should start with the man who arguably at WrestleMania 38 might be having the in-ring match I'm most looking forward to. It may not be... Yeah, there are some people who have questioned the build and questioned the way that Edge's approach has been and weren't so sure about the turn. But if you're telling me that you're not excited to watch AJ Styles and Edge absolutely tear it up next Sunday, April 3rd, I think they could put on an absolute Matt Classic. It's very rare that those Mania matches elevate themselves to that kind of level because it's so much about the spectacle. These two could go for half an hour and it'd be just absolute artistry absolute gold and i'm here and i am ready for it so let's hear from the man himself the phenomenal one aj styles welcome back to talk wrestling here on talk sport the land of creative names apparently but it is wrestlemania week and you best believe we've got the best of the best guests lined up for you and your ears on tonight's show aj styles is in the house And you better believe as well, he's got another landmark WrestleMania match on the card. AJ, you keep pulling them out, man. You keep pulling them out this year. There's a, if you look at my WrestleMania opponents, it's, it's easy to pull out great matches when you have the opponents that I've had. So yeah, I'm blessed to have some of the, uh, in my opinion, some of the better WrestleMania matches. Mate, what, what a legacy, and it's going to continue this week with Edge, man. That's been a dream match for some guys. Um, obviously, I know you've spoken about this before, kind of two ships in the night, different companies. Edge gets injured. Now it's finally the possibility has arrived. Uh, let's get into that quickly, man. You and Edge, 
the the prospect of it happening, I know there were some fans months ago going, oh, you know, I don't know what Edge is doing at Mania, I don't know what AJ's doing, and people were hoping for it. When did it become the reality for you? Because I know we were speaking uh, a year or so ago, and you and you'd wanted Triple H, right? And and it kind of late in the and late in the day, you said that it just worked out that it couldn't happen. When right. did you realize? When did the green light happen that the dream match with Edge was on? Well, listen, uh, it's nothing till it's something, right? Especially in the business that I'm in, uh, so many promises have been made and. Of course, they don't happen. So uh, I, I'm one of those guys. I'll believe it when I see it. When it comes to you know pro wrestling and what we do, um, and shoot, I, I guess within well, you know what? When I knew it was going down in the ring with the concerto, I knew it was finally <laughs> going to happen. Yeah, and again, was that your number one pick this year? You wanted Edge. I wanted Edge. Uh, I think he felt the same way. It's just something that we've always wanted to do, but never had the ability, just like you said before, you know, uh, I was somewhere, he was somewhere, and then he got hurt, and the possibilities of it happened were slim to none, and now here we are at WrestleMania. It's going to happen. Can, can I just ask, and I could be way off here, but the almost story, did you think that that was maybe originally intended for a bigger stage, perhaps? To the well, conclusion? Well, I mean, I mean, that's pretty big stage, WrestleMania, uh, but – I thought it would lead a little bit further than it did, but, you know, I, I believe it was time for me to be on my own anyway, uh, away from Omos, and he can only learn when he's in there doing it by himself. He can learn from his mistakes. He can learn from, you know, doing something great. So it was, it was important that he be by himself so he can learn quicker, and uh, it was important to me to, you know, be by myself because I felt like I wasn't really doing much. Yeah, and I know there was a lot of people that were clamoring for AJ Styles to be more of a focal point like you have been down the years. And now, of course, we're going to get it, man. Edge, big-time matchup. In the, in that respect, with you and Edge meeting at WrestleMania, um, the thing with you now is that, like, like you said, your resume is so killer. Who else, other than Edge, let's assume you get a big victory at the weekend, is there anyone else on the list? We mentioned Triple H, of course. Unfortunately, he's retired now. Um, anyone else? Uh, you know, it's it's hard to know who the next person is that you'll get in the ring with because you never know who's going to have that storyline that pushes you on, pushes them to the to top of the list. You know, I'm not sure who that was is going to be. A lot can change in a year, so uh, I think we're both going to have to find out next year because I don't know. And you know the problem is, man, you're you're going to become the guy you're chasing soon. There's going to be a lot of guys that want you to give them the dream match at WrestleMania. You're going to have to hang around and give these people their receipts. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I want to be that guy. I want to be able to get in there with, you know, someone who's always wanted to compete against AJ Styles. I want to be that guy. I think it'd be, you know, when you're excited about the match that you're going to have, as I am with Edge, you know it's going to be good. So, I mean, it only leads, you know, to great things, these matches that we've always wanted. Uh, you know, a lot of time and effort and thought goes into these matches, and we want to make them great. Uh, you know, and I say that as well, like people will want you to be their match. I know you signed a deal earlier this year, if I'm not mistaken. There were reports with WWE. Um, you have said previously that we didn't have that long left in the ring, and you were starting to think about what you were doing after. Can I just ask, as part of this deal, because I do believe you said you want to do some scouting when it's all said and done. Is any of that factored into this deal, or is it purely concentrating on the wrestling? Well, let me let me make one thing clear. There, I would I didn't sign anything recently. 
you know, I, I had something on my contract where I got to decide, you know, kind of a player option, what I wanted to do. And we just extended the contract that I already had. So, uh, you know, you can't believe everything on the internet, except we're on the internet talking. So <laughs> from the horse's mouth, though, you can yeah, believe you know, that. Um, so, I mean, but time is running out uh, as far as AJ Styles is concerned. I'm, I'm, I'm getting older. I, I, you know, the ability to put on great matches is getting a little bit harder. Uh, so I don't want to embarrass myself at the same time. You know, I want to get out while I can and, and um, you know, still have somewhat of a legacy. I don't want to have to work anywhere else. I'd love to work within WWE, but I don't know if that's going to happen if I'll have uh, the chance. But uh, I, I would like to be a scout because I think, you know, I, I know we've changed some things around here in the WWE, but the, at the end of the day, you got to, you got to find these, these, uh, I don't want to call them actors and stuntmen, but like you got to find these athletes that yeah. want to do this their whole life, you know, and not saying that, uh, you know, football or basketball, you know, the athletes from uh, can't be great. Uh, we've, we've seen it with Kurt Angle, you know, so we know that guys coming in like, you know, from a, a, a sport, an Olympic sport or whatnot, whatever it may be, can be great. But, for someone who's wanted to do this their whole life, they they know what's expected of them. They know what they uh, can do to, you know, chase that dream. And I don't know. It's just it's a little bit different. And I think it'd be a little bit harder for someone who's never watched wrestling before in their life to come to this stage and put on there. You know, when your ego is not involved. And trust me, I had a little bit of an ego because I did wrestling in high school and college. Mm-hmm. But when you learn to go, okay, wait, 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 what's the story? You know, that's the most important thing. And you got to let go of these egos. The egos don't matter. They don't, they're not going to sell pay-per-views, egos. What we need people is to, to sell the story. And sometimes people who want to do this a whole lot know that better than anybody. Yeah. That was and, a long-winded and- answer. <laughs> I appreciate it, though, because part of that ethos, is that kind of part of the remit that recently – Took you down to NXT with Grayson Waller? Like, what was that little sabbatical about? So um, that whole thing is, you know, it was kind of my idea. Uh, I wanted to make sure that, you know, guys and girls who are in NXT would be prepared to come up to WWE and do well. Um, it's, it's not good for anybody if they get here on SmackDown or Raw. And that's, like, that's not what we wanted. We have to prepare them to give them, you know, when they get up here, that's what we want. That's why when we brought you up, that's what we wanted to see. So we have to do what's right by them. And that means sometimes bringing down talent that is on Raw and SmackDown to show them exactly the way that we want to see them perform uh, on the main roster. And did it feel good? Like, did you come away impressed from your little, your trips down there? Absolutely. I, I'm, I, I'm so impressed with how hungry they are down at NXT. I love it. I love it, man. And, and it inspired me, you know, just seeing how hungry those, uh, you know, those performers are down there. And I, I want to be a part of helping that, that group of uh, talent get to the next level. I, to me, nothing better than seeing someone do well. And if you had a hand in helping them get there, that's, that's icing on the cake. A uh, couple of things I want to ask you about WrestleMania. You excited to see Steve Austin 
pop up? Like, I mean, Come you've on, had the uh, you've had the pleasure of receiving a stunner once before, and I, I do have, call it a pleasure. I, I do call it a pleasure. Um, how, how excited are you to see that man having a physical confrontation, nonetheless? I believe uh, Kevin, that's on uh, WrestleMania Saturday that we're going to see this. I, I do believe, and I, I don't, I can't see uh, anybody not excited about what's about to happen. We all know something's going to happen. It's not going to be a ca uh, casual conversation. Something's going down. It's Steve Austin. We all want to see it. Yeah, man. Again, I mean, I'm going to be there, and I must say uh, there's a ton of matches I'm pumped for, but if you can't get pumped for that glass breaking, oh, man. It's, it's, yeah, something's like, wrong with you. I agree. Do you, do, you, do you cherish the segments you've had with Austin? Absolutely. Um, I've heard – I've told the story before, you know – after taking the stunner, uh, he gets in your face, oh, I'm start, you know, doing his thing. I, I didn't know that I could be called so many cuss words in such a short amount of time. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Uh, I, I thought maybe he was just doing gibberish, but no, nope, nope. He's, he was, he's cussing you up and down left and right. Um, it's, uh, it's, it, it, it was a moment for me. I, I admit, you know, it is also doing his thing, but it was a moment for me. Uh, you know, I've I got to bring this to your attention, too, because a couple of people have been saying nice things about you lately, and I want to get your thoughts on it. So you mentioned Kurt Angle earlier. I don't know if you've seen this, but um, he was talking about the best people he's ever been in the ring with. And he mentioned you alongside Eddie Guerrero, Shawn Michaels uh, and Benoit. And he actually said about you that you're incredible. And he reminds me a lot of Eddie Guerrero. Not from a character perspective, but from an in-ring wrestling perspective. Very identical, he called you. Um, I mean, to be likened to Eddie in any kind of way, that must be cool, though, I guess, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's Eddie Guerrero, one of the best in the world, uh, to, can be, to be in the same uh, name collection as Eddie Guerrero and, and Shawn Michaels. Uh, that's huge. Uh, and, and Kurt had the pleasure of working both of them. For him to say that... Um, means a lot. And, you know, I enjoyed working Kurt uh, as well. I mean, it was, we got to the point where um, I would, I would tell him what to do next, but it was his <laughs> move, you know, because <laughs> I knew him so well and it was so easy to be in the ring with Kurt. We had a lot of great matches and I'm very appreciative of him. I know the start of your career was around when Eddie unfortunately passed away. Like you'd been in the business for a few years, but did you ever get any chance to pass him on any show? You know, uh, there was a time when he uh, was released in that short period of, time, period of time from WWE, and he went on the independents, and I had the pleasure of being on a show with him, and I was just I was starstruck. It was Eddie Guerrero, yeah. and it was an indie show, and, and I didn't have a, a room yet. And he said, hey, you want to stay? You can stay in the room with me and chill out until your room is ready. And I was just floored, and I was like, ah, no, I'll be all right. You know, Eddie Guerrero, I, mean, I don't know what to do. I, I too nervous. Anyway, he was just a really nice guy. Um, I got to see Jerry Lynn and Eddie Guerrero work, which was, you know, two of my favorites. Wow. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. It was pretty awesome. But yeah, Eddie was a great guy, man. Oh man, you should have took the offer. I know. <laughs> I know it. Just not knowing what to say in that moment, uh, sitting in the same room with him, would uh, it'd been too much. Uh, no, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, another man that's uh, had some compliments for you. Uh, he called you a hero of his is Butch. Actually, Butch. Pete Dunn, Pete wow. Dunn slash Butch uh, has said that, you know, you're, you were a hero of his growing up and that he obviously hopes to work you one day and do something together. Well, I mean, I'm obviously a Brit. 
he's one of our greatest exports in recent memory, man. Um, one of the best workers, in my opinion, going today. What do you make of, of Butch uh, and his desire to work you one day? I, I like the fact that he's taking uh, what he has, um, much like I did. We're not the biggest guys in the world, but we found a way to make it fit him. And that's how you succeed. You, you can't be like someone else. you got to be yourself. And, yeah, Pete got his name changed to Butch, but it doesn't mean that he's going to have to keep it. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing. And I'm, maybe he's the next guy, to be honest with you. Now, when you brought that up, it just kind of light bulb went off. But maybe he's the next guy that I'll see at WrestleMania. I, I don't know, but it was it's guys like that I know I'll have fun with. And we'd have a great match. There's no doubt in my mind. So um, he's definitely up would. Yeah, I don't doubt you'd have a great match for one second, by the way. Um, man, the other thing I wanted to talk about in terms of, you know, you said it yourself earlier. Um, a lot of people have been clamoring for more AJ, right? Like, uh, and I mean this with the greatest respect, but you've been like not in the main event scene on the shows right. for, and people want to see that again. Um, how much did you enjoy your IC title run, AJ, a couple of years ago where you were working <laughs> – you know, Brian Danielson, you dropped it to Jeff Hardy. There was a host of great names that you were working with, having great matches. Well, I think it would have been better had that had real people in the arena. That would be a lot more fun. And so it, it was weird. It's that transition, that whole thing that happened. I, I really didn't get to enjoy it because of the pandemic and what was going on. And you're worried about other things. You really didn't get to enjoy that championship. So, um, you know, maybe there's another opportunity there to to run with that. But I I, I got to tell you, man, it, as grateful as I am to be Intercontinental Champion at one point in time, it was one of those things that is also easy to forget because of during yeah. the time of the championship. Yeah, absolutely. I won't. I mean, the Danielson match I won't forget in particular. I thought it was amazing. Um, but man, let's finish on Triple H, right? I I was like the number one campaigner for Styles and Triple H at WrestleMania. Uh, unfortunately, of course, it didn't come to pass. And now we know that the game has retired. I just want a few words from your, yourself on him, really. Like, I assume he played a big role in getting you to WWE at that point when you joined. Yep, he is the reason why I'm here, uh, along with. Terry Taylor finally getting uh, Triple H to call me and, and have a conversation about WWE, which was a great conversation. Uh, the first time I talked to Triple H, I think it was like for 30 minutes. We just chatted it up and I was like, man, this is this is going to be great. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's the reason why I was I was brought to WWE. There's no no doubt about it. Um, so I'm very appreciative uh, of what he's done for me in my career here in the WWE. Was it almost not what you expected when you spoke to him on the phone? Do you know what I mean? Because you'd probably seen him from afar. Yeah, I mean, you never know what to expect. Uh, but, you know, he was, uh, you know, running NXT. So I knew that he had an eye out for talent. And because and, Finn Balor had been there already and Samoa Joe as well. So I, I knew kind of what to expect. I, he obviously was a, a good guy, but, or those guys wouldn't be down there in NXT. So, uh, I wasn't surprised by, you know, the great conversation we had. I was surprised at how long it went, you know, for 30 <laughs> minutes. But, uh, no, I wasn't surprised. Awesome, man. Well, I can't wait to see what cooks up this weekend. You and Edge at WrestleMania, man. The, the, the WrestleMania run of AJ Styles just keeps on rolling. I'm happy for you to finally get, you know, another name that you wanted, man. So thank you so much for joining TalkSport here today. Can't wait to see what you do this weekend. I'm excited, man. I hope everybody tunes in. It's going to be two days of fun for sure. 
AJ Styles speaking with our very own Alex McCarthy. You're listening to Talk Wrestling from TalkSport on your Fight Night feed. Al, AJ, great value as always. Love him giving the love to Triple H at the end there. Uh, I think a lot of people who casually or not follow WWE have loved the kind of late career renaissance of Triple H as a guy who does so much behind the scenes, as a guy who had so much involvement in NXT. And so it's great to hear someone who is so respected in the world of wrestling giving that him that respect. Yeah, I think generationally, Triple H has maybe done the biggest 180 of anyone, right? Like, if you, if you logged on the internet in the early 2000s, <laughs> just golden shovel mania. Um, but, you know, he, he's then cultivated this reputation where... He was building NXT and a lot of the talent that he was going after were those work rate talents and helping build those and make a lot of stars that we love in WWE today. And, and AJ Styles said it at the end there when he was considering joining, Triple H had already got Samoa Joe. He'd already got Finn Balor. These are guys telling them great things about Triple H to AJ Styles. And he's looking at the NXT product and he's thinking, yeah, that can work. Uh, and he said it himself. It was If it wasn't for Triple H, he probably wouldn't have signed with WWE. And, it, and I don't want to think of a world where AJ Styles didn't do that because he's been one of the biggest bright spots since he joined the company. But a lot of great stuff said by AJ there. Um, I'm particularly intrigued with his praise for Butch. That's right. I called him Butch Pete Dunne. Um, and, you know, Pete Dunne called AJ's hero once upon a time. Well, AJ, one of these days, will. His WrestleMania legacy... It's going to flip around, right? He's chasing down these guys like Undertaker, like Edge. He wanted Triple H, of course, which we did. We broke with TalkSport, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it could not happen. And now Triple H is retired, unfortunately. But now you're going to get a crop of guys before AJ's done that want AJ at WrestleMania. They're chasing him as the marquee match, the dream match. Uh, and he said that Pete Dunne could be one of those guys. So listen, a Matt Classic between Pete Dunne and AJ Styles, if you don't want to be signed up, you might be a lunatic. So, yes. Yes, please. I came very, very close to spending my own money to come out to Dallas with you this weekend because I just wanted to be back at Mania, back amongst the people, back in the wrestling environment. Other things got in the way. Unfortunately, it did not happen. If you turned around and told me we were going to get Pete Dunne, a.k.a whether we want him to be or not, Butch going up against AJ Styles. I don't care where it is in the world. I'm there. I'm getting there. I'm watching that match. If it's a pay-per-view. If you suddenly announce it for Raw, I'm not sure I can get halfway across the world in the space of 15 minutes, but I will do my very best. Right, let's turn our attention to our other big interview for the show today. As I mentioned, Pat McAfee, I got to sit down with the guy for for 25 plus minutes on Radio Row at the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of Pat's and have been back to his playing career, back to his, you know, the personality, the media mogul. He's he's cut out for himself. Uh, I wouldn't have seen Wiz Khalifa live in front of only about 70 people if it wasn't for Pat McAfee. So uh, when I asked him about returning to the ring and I asked him about whether or not he saw that in his future, he made a big deal out of the fact that if he wasn't able to dedicate himself full time to it if he wasn't to be like a proper workhorse like these guys are and be in the gym every day and commit himself to it fully he wasn't sure he was going to do it 
and then we get this match happen. And you feel like Austin Theory... That's before before Vincent Mann calls you. <laughs> <laughs> but once, once Vincent Mann calls you, it changes everything, <laughs> let me tell you. But but you feel like as well, Pat's been had the two months or so that he's been able to train for this. He was looking in good shape then. But also, you think about the man he worked with in Adam Cole previously, okay, more of a veteran than Austin Theory, but also a workhorse, a guy willing to sell, a guy willing to make sure that the other guy absolutely shines. And I feel like Austin Theory is going to end up being a surprising but worthy choice of opponent for bringing McAfee back to the ring. I'm excited for it. And if it leads to Vince McMahon coming in and taking a bump as well, then then here we are. <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't rule it out. Like... Like you look at look at this WrestleMania man. We got Johnny Johnny Knoxville's in a match. Okay, Logan Paul is not just in a WrestleMania match making his WWE debut. He's got a WrestleMania match against the greatest luchador to ever live in many eyes, Rey Mysterio. Imagine the amount of wrestlers that would die for a date with Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania, and Logan Paul has one. Um, and then of course you got Steve Austin in physical confrontations and all the connotations that apparently come with that uh man it's it's just i wouldn't rule anything out at this point vince probably will get involved and decide god knows what's going to happen uh but pat mcafee man as we saw with adam cole he delivered in a big way and the bar has been set high not just by what pete did uh, pat sorry did uh at, in nxt but then you know the, the general celebrity bar at WrestleMania was raised exponentially by Bad Bunny last year. Um, so Austin Theory, though, as you will hear in this chat, guys, knows that the bar was set high and that Adam Carl was proven to be a great dance partner for Pat McAfee. So how will that work out for Austin Theory? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to Talk Sport here in the UK. Of course, we are on the road to WrestleMania now. We spoke to Logan Paul earlier this week. He's in a big tag team matchup, but getting his first spotlighted singles match at WrestleMania. Of course, it is Austin Theory in the house. Austin, how are you? I'm very good. You know, I'm excited to beat the crap out of Pat McAfee. <laughs> yeah, and I am excited to see it. You know what? I, I just said it there within the intro. First spotlighted singles match 
at WrestleMania. Uh, I know you got a taste of it in the tag with Gaza last year, but how exciting is that now to be, you know, not only because, you know, it's a big featured spot in a Vincent Mann kind of infused angle. But I guess you never would have thought Pat McAfee on your dream list, would you? No, that was definitely a uh, out of left field one. Um, but uh, it's going to be very exciting. You know, there's a lot of interesting personalities in this match. There's a lot of different resumes and uh, past accomplishments. So it's going to be very interesting, I feel like, to see what goes down at WrestleMania between me and Pat McAfee. Yeah, I, I mean, do you think it's going to be, are people going to be surprised? Like, is it just going to be an all-out brawl? Do you think Pat's going to bring something to the table? Because, you know, when uh, he had Adam Cole in his first match in WWE, I think a lot of people would say they were surprised. I would say for everyone, when it comes to Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee, Expect the unexpected. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, we mentioned it earlier as well, Vince McMahon. I think that's been something so cool for you as well this year. Well, and last year, actually, I was at Survivor Series and saw you guys interacting, uh, the golden egg and all of that good stuff. Um, man, we don't see him work that much on screen anymore. So to have him by your side on TV and to get a closer working relationship... Can you just give me a bit of insight into how it started and I guess your reaction. You must have been pretty stunned, I'm going to guess. Yeah, it just kind of um, – I showed up to TV uh, Raw and I found out that I was working with Mr. McMahon that day. And I was like, okay, like, is this like a thing? Like, do we just <laughs> prank people? Like, what is – yeah, okay, I'm working with Mr. McMahon, whatever. <laughs> um, and then sure enough uh, – there's a there's his office and uh, there's some cameras and there I am sitting there and next thing I know I'm getting slapped by Mr. McMahon and here we go off to WrestleMania so it's been a wild ride um, definitely learned some very good things from Mr. McMahon just uh, you know just constantly uh, having you know just that aggressive respect mm-hmm. and that's something that I, I pick up from him and. Uh, It's really cool, just the whole experience. And, you know, everybody knows this. Whenever you think of the Mount Rushmore of sports entertainment, Mr. McMahon is definitely right there in the middle. And, like, do you think it's brought you closer kind of off screen? Like, you know, which is amazing for any talent, right, to to know Vince McMahon better. But, um, you know, you're under his wing proverbially on screen, but I guess off of it too. Yeah, I I think it definitely is – it's definitely great for me because – you know, Mr. McMahon definitely wants that relationship with anybody that, you know, he uses on his show. And I think it is intimidating sometimes to know he has this whole show to run. He's in his office. He's busy um, and going to him for ideas. Um, I think it definitely takes a lot of pressure off when you do segments with him and you can joke around with him and you can actually, you know, if you have a serious idea, you can he's just already right there. So for me, I'm very grateful that it's already kind of right there if I want to go for it. Um, But it's just one of those things with anything, you just got to go and get it. And I make sure that I take full, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, I I take full opportunity of that. Just, I want everything I can. And, uh, and I definitely just want to soak all that in like a sponge, just all the knowledge he can hand me. You mentioned the slap earlier. Did you know that was coming? Uh, I did not know that was coming. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, all right, have a good day. Ooh, oh, my God. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. All right. Okay. 
It's a test. It's a test, week. man. He's you know Vince will do what Vince does, I guess. Yeah. Right. But um, you know the other thing uh, that I wanted to talk about in regards to yourself, like, I, and yeah, I mean this is straight up as possible. Whenever I first saw you. I thought, wow, like, you know, you're really well put together. You're a big guy, uh, young as well. And I did some look into your background. I realized you won some bodybuilding stuff when you were coming up. Uh, I know Vince is a big fan of that sort of thing. Have you had, has he passed any comment or have you worked out together? I don't know. Like, That's definitely a, uh, a dream uh, to get a workout in with him because, you know, he works out every day and, and he goes hard, man. And I've gotten to be in the, uh, the gym at the headquarters and uh that it's really nice in there and just like all the the top tier equipment they have it's really cool but um i remember when i when i first met mr mcmahon and uh we got to have like a uh just a one-on-one you know conversation and this is when i was um starting to come up to the main roster um yeah it was really cool just to get that that feeling out of the way of letting him know who i am and the things i've done and uh, the bodybuilding, I remember I mentioned that to him. Um, he has a lot going on, but uh, I'm sure he rem- he probably remembers that. But that's probably a cool thing uh, if he doesn't remember to, you know, that'll probably pass and, and come up again. Um, because there's a huge, you know, just with WWE, just looking like, you know, just like a superhero. That's yeah. that's always and, and that's what everybody enjoys, you know, seeing people that you don't see every day, these larger than life characters. Um, so I think that's just what makes it even better. So I'm, I'm actually glad that, you know, at a young age, I, I started, you know, getting into working out. And um, and it's crazy. The only reason I, I only did one bodybuilding show and I won the show uh, first place. I only did it to try to get a tryout with WWE and I didn't get a tryout. Yeah, that was it. I never... I've always respected it and I've always loved working out, but I never had a passion for bodybuilding. Yeah, I can understand that. And like you said, it is so, I don't want to say synonymous, but you know, it's there with the presentation of wrestlers and stuff like that. And it's always cool to have something to bond with the boss, I guess. But speaking of bigger blokes, man, you've locked horns with Brock Lesnar a couple of times recently. Um, you know what? The Years ago with Brock, there was that perception of like, you know, he just comes in, does his business, you know, put a perception, a perception that he wanted to project, I'm assuming. And gradually through the years, I've spoken to different people that say, man, he is so great to work with. Like he knows business so well. I just want to get your um, idea of that because of course, Elimination Chamber, you're the last two. Madison Square Garden, you get a match with Brock. Like in, in your early career, frankly, that's that's amazing when you just look at it like that, right? You, you you know, you break it down and go, wow, those moments with, with a legend like Brock Lesnar. How has he been with to, to work with? Apart from obviously getting ragdolled around. <laughs> like, uh, is he great? Is he kind of great to work with? I think he's uh, so great to work with. Um, just the presence he has and the energy and the connection he has with the audience. Um, it just does great things for me anytime I'm out there with him, especially Elimination Chamber. Um, I couldn't a- have asked for that to go any better. Um, maybe not, you know, getting thrown off the pod. Yeah, but uh, yeah. But other than that, it was a great experience. And uh, the MSG match, that was something that was uh, I'm just going to remember forever. You know, it's uh, my first MSG, the main event, the WWE Championship, Brock Lesnar. Um, it was just crazy. But um, 
yeah, when it comes to Brock Lesnar, um, he's where he's at because of how good he is. And I was very honored for that opportunity. Did he have some words for you before or after? Because I assume spots like that with Brock Lesnar only happens if Brock Lesnar wants them to happen. Yeah, he's uh, he's very good at his job. So uh, he'll uh, he'll let you know. Um, he'll let you know if he wants something to happen. And if not, just uh, just shut up and listen, you know, <laughs> and he, he knows how to do his job and he doesn't doesn't sugarcoat it. He's just, you know, you want to be good, this, then be good. So, and I like that mindset. It's very, uh, it's how you get places. Yeah. I think, I mean, again, looking at your WWE career, man, I think you've, you've worked with a lot, a bunch of great people. I was really enjoying the run with Seth Rollins. I mean, it only lasted about, a month, what do I say, a month, six weeks or so back in the 2020, but or was it 2019? Either or. Um, but obviously you had the Authors of Pain yourself. That, that was looking exciting, man. But then of course you end up going to NXT uh, and the way, which is an awesome thing of, of itself. What was the deal? Like, why why did that suddenly stop and you went back to NXT? So uh, I always read stuff where people will say, you know, oh, you didn't last on the main roster and you went back to NXT. I don't ever really say I went back anywhere. I always think that I'm improving and everybody has a different journey, you know, with their career, whether it's WWE or anything. Um, but basically with me, um, I was just, you know, filling a position um, because somebody was injured on Raw with a tag team. And I came in, filled that position. Um, they had an idea of maybe we could do this. So here I go now being taken out of one group to another group. Um, very grateful to get to work with Seth Rollins and get that experience. Um, but kind of just knowing like, well, this could be something that lasts and I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to do my best at it. Or it's just something that's temporary because of the situation we're in. And also, you know, there's just a lot of stuff going on and a lot of ideas because, you know, we're in a pandemic. Um, so I, I just kind of knew. And, and the good thing about it, too, was it wasn't a big change for me because, you know, I was going to the performance center every day anyway because yeah. I was in NXT and it was like 15 minutes from my house. So it was just kind of the same thing. Like uh, it, it was never like a... Uh, I didn't get the main roster feeling, if that makes sense, you know? So I never felt like I was on the main roster. So when I would see a lot of stuff and, and that's just how I am when I see stuff online, it's just, you know, people are going to have an opinion about anything and that's mm. just, but I, I'm very grateful for all those experiences and, you know, being in the way right before I um, actually got to, I feel like really put my start on my WWE main roster jump. I'm glad I got that experience and got to develop that character and then kind of, you know, show what Austin Theory can do and, and the personality and just, you know, just all that wrapped up into one. I think you almost said that perfectly, man, because I was about to ask you, you know, for me, I, I, you know, you're obvious I could see there's a lot to like and you know, I enjoyed you watching your early time in WWE, but the way is where I was like, right. You know, I, I loved everyone in that group because it was just a great group. Um, yeah. And that's where I felt like you really started to flourish. Do you feel the same? Like, was that the best for you working alongside Johnny Candice and Indy? Yeah, that was just one of those things where before the group started, I just kind of, I just kind of, it was cool. It's like one day I just kind of realized, like, I just felt like I was just trying to be the serious guy in the ring you know, and just because that's what a, a wrestler should do. Yeah. 
And I was just like, but like, why don't like, why am I not feeling like I'm getting that reaction? Probably because I'm just too focused on what I'm doing in here and I'm not trying to be myself. And when I started kind of letting loose and being myself, and I even asked Johnny Gargano about that with the way before we even started, the idea there was for me to just stand behind Johnny like this and just be serious. And I was like, screw that. Like, I, I'm glad I just had this whole thought process because I got this thing I want to try. Johnny was like, try it out. Mm. And I tried it out and then it took off. And we had this, like me as this goofy guy, um, you know, this father son dynamic and this whole family. And I was just like the, the goofy son. And, uh, but, it, but it was good because I'm somebody that I like making jokes. I like having a good time. So it was just easy for me. You know, and it was just me kind of getting to be myself. But, you know, I had to add a little more in. But, um, yeah, it just made the transition now like way more easier. Yeah, I thought you grew exponentially in that group. And, 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 and you know, a great sign in the way was, you know, kind of meant to be bad guys, but they were just so good and entertaining that everybody couldn't help but love the way. So, yeah. um, man, it was great. But, yeah, again, I mean, now you're on the main roster. Whose idea was the selfie stuff? So um, it just kind of got brought to me that that was the idea. And uh, I was like, okay, sounds good. And uh, why I thought it was cool and different is because I was like, they want me to beat people up and take pictures of them. And I'm like, this is just like brutal. Like, <laughs> okay, it sounds, it sounds cool. Like, yeah, I'll do it. And then to me, I've always been one of those people where I like to remember moments. So I think pictures are like, super important you know and for me it's like now at least I get to capture something from that and I have all these selfies now with Jeff Hardy Ray Mysterio Mr. <laughs> McMahon Bobby Lashley Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar it's crazy yeah, so sure. I'm, I'm very glad that that was an idea for me and I took full advantage of that but before uh, Pat McAfee was your path at Wrestlemania like again I have no idea when that was put together but like did you have any hopes or dreams when you look at the WWE roster now of who you'd like to face at Mania yeah there's a there's definitely a few um matches that I have on mine um but I think when it comes to a match that I personally want it's always going to be me versus John Cena yeah and I yeah and, and I don't want to you know I, I like that everything's happening pretty quick right now because I want to build myself up to where People are like, okay, this is a match where we could see, you know, a possibility. And I, and because, you know, John Cena has that legacy and everything he's done, you know, I want to come in there with like, okay, this guy, he's got a chance. So that's definitely my ultimate dream match. That's definitely a match that I look forward to. But of course, you know, you got matches that I could see myself in at WrestleMania against, you know, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, um, Brock Lesnar again. Um, but yeah, those are, those are definitely um, some names that I'd, I'd love to get in there with, especially at a, uh, a WrestleMania. Uh, a quick one on NXT before I go to some closing quick fire stuff. Um, obviously we've seen it change a bit since you've left now, now as NXT 2.0, but just speaking on your experience when you were there, like how was it under Shawn Michaels, Triple H? Like what did they do for Austin theory? So something really cool. I found myself more so um, falling towards uh, Shawn Michaels a lot. Um, Triple H was always there if I needed advice or wanted to ask a question. Um, but Shawn was just 
I had class with Sean. I was like in a class where we'd go back and watch matches. Um, but he was always telling me, I remember something specifically he said when I first got there and I was, I think I was 22 and I go, uh, and this was the most confusing thing, but I'm glad I figured it out. And I actually figured it out pretty quickly, which is awesome. Uh, but he told me, he, he said, Hey, when you go out there, he's like, are you having fun? And I was like, yeah, I'm having fun. And he was like, like, you know, just like hearing the people and everything. And I was just kind of like, well, I don't, I don't really know if I hear the people because I'm so focused on what I'm trying to do in the ring. And he was like, yeah, he was like, you know, you just got to find who you are. You got to just be yourself. And then as soon as he tells me, you know, you got to be yourself, he goes, but you know, when I was 22, I didn't know who I was. So I'm just like, I'm like, wait, what? What's that mean? What you, yeah. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Like, so then I just, I would think about that a lot though, you know, and, and I was still doing the same thing, but I was trying to figure it out. I was like, what does this mean? Be yourself. Like, and then I started realizing like, dude, just let a little loose, like have fun. Like, you know, and everybody knows being, you know, outside of the ring and getting to do promos and backstages. That's what makes that character. That's what gets people invested. You know, it'd be the same thing as a movie, just watching a movie do action the whole time. You're not really going to relate to anybody. So to me, just learning that and just that little piece of funny advice he gave me at the time just went a long way because I, I really was just trying to figure that out. I'm like, you know, Shawn Michaels just isn't going to say this to somebody. So I got to figure yeah. this out. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that I like about NXT and you get some cool stories from sometimes is that you always have these guest coaches come right to the PC. And- yep. A lot of legends stopped by, so I think it's worth saying, you know, rest in peace to Scott Paul, uh, Scott Hall, sorry, who sadly passed away this week. Um, do you have any favorite guest coaches that have come through the PC, or you know, people that you either dug or were great? God, it's so funny you bring up Scott Hall. Um, rest easy to him, man. Um, he actually, I remember he showed up to the PC with uh, Kevin Nash and uh, Scott Hall. It's cool. I actually met him um, when I was on the Independence. Um, in Georgia and a uh, really nice guy. Very, um, very cool. Gave me a lot of advice. Um, but I remember uh, I seen him at the performance center and uh, I think it was like a big guys class. And it's just like, you know, almost is in there. Uh, just these huge dudes with Kevin Nash and Skull. And they tell me to come get in there and they're, you know, they're like, Oh, well, you know, he'll be easy to, he can move pretty easy. So he'll be the one to like, he can take everything. And I'm so grateful Scott Hall was there. Cause he's like, Oh no, nah, this guy, he don't need to take all this. He's the future. <laughs> he was like, he don't need to take all this stuff. I was like, yo, you're the best. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome, man. Rest in peace, Scott, man. What a great life and great career he had. Um, Right, moving into some final quick fire ones for you here. This is some personal, some wrestling related. Um, what was your first car? My first car was a, I want to say it was like a 2000 Ford Explorer. And it was so loud, man. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Ford though. They're reliable, man. You got to go. With yeah, well, they're great. Oh, it's and even so when I got rid of it, you know, it, it lasted me for a long time. So. Can't knock it. Can't knock it. Yeah. What, was, uh, <laughs> what was your first job, like non-wrestling? I think my first job, I worked at uh, Marble Slab. If you don't know what that is, it's like a uh, like an ice cream place where they where they have like the uh, it's like the granite and they scrape it up and roll oh, it yeah. up like the ice oh, cream. Yeah, yeah uh, there was a bunch of people like at, from my high school that went to get this job on the same day, and they 
a lot of them quit, but I didn't. But uh, I just wasn't no good at making ice cream, man. I kept breaking the cones. So uh, I think they were like, hey, man, we appreciate your drive, your passion. But this isn't your job. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, I didn't think so either, but I'm, I'm just trying, you know. How old were you, man? Were you like the most Jack's ice cream maker in the world? Dude, I had to be. I was like, because I started working out at 12. I think I was, um, I think I was 16 or 17. Um, I was, I already had just like a hustler mindset as a kid. So I was very like determined and I tried my best to make those ice cream cones, man. I really did. <laughs> but you know, it worked out. I'm going to WrestleMania. I would say you've done all right. I'd say you've done okay. Um, yeah. Somebody in the wrestling business you were starstruck by. Uh, definitely John Cena. Where did you meet? Um, so the first time I met John Cena, he was coming into uh, the performance center to do a, just a meeting with all the talent um, just to talk to us. But uh, he told us after that meeting that he would stay and talk to everybody individually if they wanted to. Wow. So I stayed. Yeah, I stayed and got to talk to him one on one. And uh, yeah, I just didn't even know what to say to him because I'm like, dude, I like modeled my whole life after you. I don't really know what to say. And I want to fight you, John. Yeah, cut a promo yeah. in DC. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about the stiff? I always break this in stiffest slash strongest opponent because, you know, who, who would you say is the strongest? Uh, definitely Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you feel that power, right? Yeah, I'm a 220-pound guy, man, and I was flat on my stomach, and next thing I know, I'm just flying through the air, and I'm like, did you want any help? Because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no posting. None of that. Get well, out. All right. Never mind. I'll call you back when I get off this flight. <laughs> uh, what's your best or worst road buddy? Both even. Oh, you know, I would say my best is uh, Matt Riddle. That sounds like a fun uh, just, just because he's always down to uh, if I want to go to the gym, because uh, I, I eat a lot and I obviously work out and on the road, you know, it's very quick. And, you know, a lot of people have certain things they like to do. But with him, uh, he's always down to eat. And I always need to get meals in, you know, just to keep my my uh, my size and everything and working out super important. And he's one of those people. He's just a freak athlete. And, you know, he's. He's always been training. So uh, that's somebody that it's real easy to just get in the car with and get everything done. I like it. I like it. And finally, uh, most memorable thing Vince has ever said to you. The most memorable thing. I don't know why I would never forget this, but uh, just it's that simple. Expect the unexpected. I think that is just such a, a real thing. Yeah. Like, it's so real. Like, as much as people are like, oh, it's part of the show. Like, no, man, this is real. Like, when you show up to work for the WWE, you got to expect the unexpected, man. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's, a, it's a slogan, but also this, the landscape of WWE, I think, actually, yes, you're damn right. Uh, with that, man, thank you so much for joining TalkSport today, Austin, man. I richly enjoyed getting to know you a bit better, brother. And uh, cannot wait to see what you and Pat McAfee pull off at WrestleMania. Thank you, man. It was a privilege. Austin Theory speaking with our very own Alex McCarthy. Talk wrestling on your fight night feed. Back and back for good is the intention, but certainly at least if you've enjoyed this, <laughs> tune in on Thursday for the, uh, <laughs> I mean, a more huge, 
huge take that fan post Robbie, obviously, because you know I'm not <laughs> not an animal. But uh, did you the... not? Did you not like them? Whoa, 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 whoa! You didn't like take that and party album. Ro- Come Ro- on. Robbie Williams Come is on a borderline now. pub singer who deserves to be nowhere near a major stage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's my hottest of hot takes. <laughs> Uh, if I had to have a celebrity Good, match, yeah. it would be against Robbie Williams and I would work stiff. Um, the... And I would pay. I would pay. <laughs> I'm trying to do the work here, son. Uh, the... Right, so <laughs> Thursday, TalkSport 2, 6pm. We'll have a big WrestleMania preview show. Uh, you, if you listen live on TalkSport 2, another chance to hear the AJ interview, uh, but we'll have lots of new content on there. Monday preview show. Also keep an eye on your Fight Night feed for potentially some bonus pods with some of the interviews that Al will be doing out in Dallas. He flies out on Thursday. Big day of interviews on Friday. Ahead of Mania, TalkSport.com forward slash wrestling for all that information there as well. Uh, Al, before we get out, anything else you want to make sure that people are fully aware of? and ready to go for. Well, you've said it, man. The schedule is set. Friday, there'll be a lot of interviews, and obviously watch my Twitter feed as I like to dangle little bits of the interviews in there for you to enjoy and get excited about. But as Will just said, they will be available in audio form very quickly with the content stream running smoothly from TalkSport via online or the podcast, and of course the shows that will bookend WrestleMania weekend, Thursday and Monday. Uh, the only bits I wanted to finish on, man, is A, I want to wish Triple H a happy retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a career for the game. Very sad that he hasn't been able to end it on his own terms. Of course, uh, if you haven't listened or watched the interview with Stephen A on ESPN, there you, you should, because Triple H opens up about exactly what happened medically that led to uh, his heart it's not a heart attack, but uh, the the cardiac situation. incident. Yeah, mm-hmm. as they've they've coined it, the difficult situation he found himself in. Basically, he uh, was you know it was knocking on the door. So very glad to see that he's okay. Um, and you know his last match was against Randy Orton, pretty fitting. Last WrestleMania match was against Batista, pretty fitting. Uh, although he didn't get to do exactly what he wanted to do in the end. He had a great run. He had a great run and it ended fairly poetically. So congratulations to Paul Levesque, who's been great to both of us, by the way, Will, anytime we've had the chance to talk business with him. Um, So I wanted to wish him well and a happy retirement. Beautiful. Love it. We will talk about Hall of Fame on Thursday as well. We'll talk about the Steiners going in there. Excited to see Taker finally take his place uh, and much more (laughs) besides at AlexM underscore TalkSport, at Will Gav. Drop us your questions for that show and tune in live. I'll tweet out a link. I'll tweet out a link. It's going to be great. You're talking about live. Can I just say I'm very excited about Scott Steiner having a live mic on Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) You might be. Very excited. That is going to be on a heavy delay, I imagine. Uh, Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. On your Fight Night feed, like, rate, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. This has been Talk Wrestling from Talk Sport. We're back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.